This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. How does it work? You pick two to six players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. Didn't get your picks in before the game started? No problem. You can get in the game for the second half. Sign up today using promo code FOOTBALL and get your first deposit instantly matched up to $100. Go to prizepicks.com or download the mobile app and enter code FOOTBALL to get your deposit match. Some restrictions do apply. See the website for details. Welcome back to the channel and welcome back to another edition of Spurs Chat. In this episode, we will be discussing everything Tottenham Hotspur, including the push for the top four. Tottenham Hotspur are currently fourth in the Premier League. We have eight games left and in tonight's show, I have three very special guests with me. And also joining us later on this evening will be Sophie Nicolau from the Highbury squad, an Arsenal fan, giving her view on the push for the top four. But before I introduce the guests, if you're watching on YouTube, please do hit that like button, uh, comment below and hit that subscribe button as well. And if you're listening to uh, on this uh, on an audio platform, do hit that follow button and leave a review if you can. Now let's introduce the guests. Melvin is back with us all the way from Malta. Melvin, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. You know, I'm finally sleeping, okay. <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> We've also got Craig from Essex with us. Craig, how are you? <laughs> you have to say Essex. Yeah. <laughs> Is <it> that <laughs> yes. Hello. Hello, everyone. Um, good to be back. Good to be back. Good to be back with smiles on our faces. And good to see a smile on Mr. Maloney's face as well. <laughs> exactly. We've also got Gary with us all the way from London. Gary, how are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm really good at the moment. Um, I'm a happy Tottenham fan uh, at present. So um, may it continue. Yeah, I'm really good. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me on, mate, as always. Yeah, we've, also got, we've also got Anthony Costa with us here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. I spoke All to Anthony this morning. He said, Chris, don't get carried away and do not ban to Arsenal. Whatever you do, let's just take one game at a time. I know yeah, exactly what absolutely. you mean. Yeah, yeah. Very true words, Spoke. Melvin, let's start with you. I know there's this, this running joke about you coming on this channel whenever Spurs lose games. You know, it's been a very up and down season. But how are you feeling right now as a Spurs fan? I'm happy, you know. Um, 
this week I'm finally sleeping better. You know, last week I had terrible, terrible sleep. And from, from Saturday and Sunday onwards, it was fixed. I don't know why, you know, sitting, sitting top four probably fixed it. Um, but yeah, I'm delighted. You know, I was looking at our tweets from a year ago and trying to think where we were a year ago. We were, a year ago today, we were about to sack Jose. And, you know, we had Mason as manager. And to think today, we have Antonio Conte. We're, we're pushing it for top four. We can see the team, you know, turning and, 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 and becoming. It's like early Pochettino days, that kind of vibe. When, when we started to see what was going on, I have the same feeling. And, you know, we have, the club has direction and, and, and the fans are happy. And, uh, you know, there's a buzz and, and, and I've been happy. And, uh, you know, looking at flights and tickets and when I'm doing that, it means something is, is going <laughs> on. You know, I'm, I'm excited about the club. I'm excited about the next eight games. And um, there's some, at least there's something to fight till the end of the season. We're not competing in Europe. We're not competing in, in the FA Cup. But we're fighting for the top four because of what it can bring to the club. So yeah, I'm buzzing. I'm excited, and yeah, it's it's gonna be a good 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 talk. Hopefully, hopefully. Well, you, you're absolutely right, Melvin. The, the excitement is back. Craig, how are you feeling as a Spurs fan right now? Are you excited? I am. I'm I'm trying to keep the lid on it, if I'm honest. But but you know, the way we've been playing the last three games is is really really piqued my interest again. Me, me and Gary have had some conversations, you know, going yeah. back a few weeks, how, you know, how low we were both feeling, you know, and it's really, I'm really getting my, not interest back again, because I've always, I've always taken interest in Tottenham, of course I do, whether it's high or low, but it really is now, you can just, it's just the way we've been playing the last three games. It really seems, dare I say, it, to be starting to click again. And Melvin hit the nail on the other when he said about the peak Pochettino days, where we, mm. I had a look back, must be five, six years ago now, but where we went on a nine-game winning run in the league, I think it was, I saw. And it's that kind of feel. I'm not getting carried away, but yeah. it's that confidence. You can see the confidence coming back into the players and almost exuding confidence on the pitch and how Benzenkur is just seems so calm at whatever he does when the rest of yeah. us have panic. I think it's just really, really adding and... and um, and helping the team out there. So, uh, yeah, let's take it one game at a time. But I'm very excited. I'm really looking forward to tonight's chat because I think there's some good stuff coming up for everybody to enjoy, hopefully. Gary, how are you feeling? The last time you were on this channel, you were pretty down. Yeah, I'm all right. Um, Craig touched on it earlier. Craig will, Craig will vouch for me. I said, that's it. I've had enough of Tottenham. I'm not going anymore. I'm selling the number plate. I'm done with the club, blah, blah, blah. And now I'm like, oh, I might keep holding that number play for a bit. It's worth a bit more money. And um, I've gone back to watching the games, going to the games, and then um, tuning into Match of the Day. There's nothing better when you get a win and then you can sit down and get all ready and watch it on Match of the Day. It's lovely. Watching all the build-up, knowing that you've got a good result. You know, and it, listen, I'm not getting carried away. I never get carried away with Tottenham. I'm one of the most grounded Tottenham fans there is because I know what we're like. But you just can't take nothing away from that second half. And people will say it's only Newcastle and everything else, but it's a great second half. And I think we touched on it with, with the Juventus guys and stuff. Yeah, we just look so much better in midfield. There's so many positives at the moment, a lot more than negatives. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy, but I'm still apprehensive is probably the right word if, um, 
Yeah, if I'm honest. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Melvin, let's come to you. Of course, on Sunday, Spurs put five past Newcastle, beating them 5-1 after going 1-0 down. Goals from Ben Davis, Matt Doherty, Hunmin Son, Emerson Royale and Stephen Bergvine. Assists from Hunmin Son, Harry Kane, Kulishevsky, Doherty and Lucas Moura. What did you make of that performance? Yeah, I enjoyed it. You know, when you score five goals and you play like that at home, especially going 1-0 down, I think I, I really enjoyed it when I saw what it meant for Ben Davis to score. Not only because we equalized, because it's like, come on, you know what I mean? 1-0 yeah. down. It's like, I did the exact same thing in my living room. Probably the same thing as Ben Davis was doing on the pitch. Because it was like, we're 1-0 down to Newcastle. And this mm-hmm. all this this run and what we're feeling right now could be over. And and all of a sudden it's like getting a big big goal like that. You know, I really enjoy to see things like that. Um, I think for the first time we're starting to see. I think earlier in the season we started to see Conte implement his his style and his tactics, but it's like it wasn't fluid. And and I think certain players weren't able to do what he really wanted them to do. Because it's like they have received the ball, they have to think, they have to look up and see who's available to receive the pass. It wasn't fluid. Yeah. And you can see in the last four games, like game by game, it's becoming more and more like in instinct. Like the passing has become a lot more fluid. Like people don't think. They know where their next pass is going to be and where the person has to be to receive it. So game by game, you could see it improving more and more and more and becoming sharper. So that's that's what I really enjoyed about Newcastle because you can see you can see us progressing in the last three games. You can see a big big difference. Obviously, um, the new signings Kulusevski and um, and Bentoncor, you know they've. I, th- I think in a way it's like because because Lo Celso and Ndombele took so long to settle. I think it's like the football karma. That these guys settled instantly. It's like <laughs> it's like we will do a signing like this for them to settle instantly in the Premier League. It's such yeah. so refreshing to have two players come in and instantly, you know, become starters. And 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 I think I said this, you know, when we were losing in the Conference League. I said it's not difficult to improve our squad. You know, any signings would improve our squad, and it was true. Two signings that play Champions League football improved us instantly because our level was so low. But but we're moving past that now and I think we're heading in the right direction. So so yeah, I'm so excited for the next next game. I, I it's like the gap is so big now. It's it's too long of a rest. I it's my whole week is I'm losing my mind thinking about the next game. <laughs> well at least you got the Cowlin show, isn't it? Midweek that helps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> my free therapy session. Yeah, breaks it up. I know what you mean, Melvin. It's like finishing the game on Sunday. And I know Antonio Conte loves the week so he can prepare fully for games. But all of our fans are like, no, when we're playing like this, we want to see Spurs playing again. And of course, yeah. we're, we're going to have to wait another few days before Saturday's game away at Aston Villa, which we'll come on to um, in a bit. Craig, um, what did you make of Tottenham's performance uh, 5-1 win on Sunday? Um, I agree with Melvin obviously when we went <clears throat> when we went one nil down it was a bit oh god here we go again there was an element of that but I was never I never really panicked panicked after Ben Davis goal winning I could, I could just see we was back in the game and perhaps where in the past 
you think, oh, okay, we're going to sit back now. We just pushed on in that second half, and I was it was never in any doubt in my mind. I just knew we was going to go on and win that game, which was which was a great feeling. Considering mm-hmm. you know we we have struggled against Newcastle, especially at home um, recent yeah. in recent games, haven't we? Um, the handball where it died in the last it, minute, yeah. whatever. That's yeah, horrendous. But, yeah, it was. But that that game alone, we we scored and sat back, didn't we? For yeah. you know they coming on to us, on to us. And you know, I had this. I had Anthony Costa ringing in my ears, thinking Joey Linton's going <laughs> to score. You know, uh, but it, he, he was, always gets it right, doesn't he? Anthony he does. Costa? He's, nice. he's, he's right on things like that. But, <laughs> but I, I didn't have that this time. Um, yeah. It was. Um, I thought Dan Byrne. Actually, I thought he'd had a few good games. Um, but he was, um, you know, Harry Kane, Sonny, just ripped them, ripped them apart, really. And uh, Bergvin come on, lovely to see him get a goal, confidence. Yeah. He's a good either back up to Kane or not that Kane's going to get a rest, you'd think, unless he's carrying an injury or God forbid, God, Harry Kane don't get injured. But, you know, it, we, across the squad, he knows, and I think we all know that first 11 picks itself more or less, doesn't it? You know, yeah. uh, at the moment. And with, with Skippy coming, well, he's, he's had a bit of a setback, I heard today. So that's a bit, I saw that on your um, your news update, Chris, which is a, which is a shame. But, um, let's hope we get him back before the end of the season because we need all the players. To be fair, even Winks coming on, they're all doing the job, aren't they, at the moment? So mm. plen- plenty to be, um, to be, uh, dare I say, um, <laughs> I'm not even going to say, I'm not, let's take it game at a time. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not going to get too carried away, but, but yeah. you know, let's look forward to Saturday and I hope we can, uh, hope we can get one over on the villa. Gary, how did you feel about uh, Tottenham's 5-1 win against Newcastle? Well, um, I didn't go to... I was uh, planning on going to the game. Last minute, I didn't go. I had it on the telly, but I, I struggled to watch Tottenham on the TV, Chris. I just It's my nerves. So I'm kind of watching it, walking away, watching it. And um, first half, we weren't great. We were poor. Again, it's always, you know, free kicks, set pieces, corners. It was a silly foul to give away. Um, and I did start thinking, oh, no. But I was a bit like Craig, though. I wasn't panicking or anything. And I think it was a matter of three or four minutes and we equalised. And then I kind of felt the same. I did feel like we was just going to go on and, and win the game and win big. And I don't I don't particularly know. Well, I do know why, because we've scored a hell of a lot of goals in our last few games. That's why. But the confidence, once we got the equaliser, was there. I think... I would have got a bit nervous and a bit worried if it had dragged out into the second half through and it was still 1-0. You know, remember when we went 1-0 up before and we just couldn't get that second goal and they got the handball where it died. But it didn't even, you know, in the end, I mean, Craig touched on Bergwijn. I mean, he could have had a second goal. He, that volley was amazing and it was just over. And to be honest, we could have won that game comfortably 7 or 8, I think, you know. Um, we had a good few chances, so... I was really pleased, you know. The main thing is to get the three points at this end of the season. But, you know, Melvin mentioned it earlier for goal difference as well. If it comes down to goal difference near the end of the season for that top fourth position, if we are in the running, then we're, we're doing the right thing at the moment because we're scoring so many goals. And just one thing I want to mention is uh, what Craig mentioned about Skip, you know. I think the team must be playing well because, you know, I haven't even thought about Skip at the moment. He hasn't even come into my mind. Do you remember when we were struggling? I think it was last season and we was like, oh, we've got to give Dane Scarlett a go and we've got to do this and because we were really struggling for players. But the team's playing so good at the moment that 
I didn't even give Oliver Skip a thought, and that's credit to the other guys. So I think yeah. that's a that's a positive thing because I think when you're losing games and you're struggling, that's when you're sort of clutching at straws and you're talking about giving other players a chance and, and a go because you're desperate, aren't you? But at the moment, we're not desperate. We're comfortable. So it's, it's, it's good. I'm really happy. Gary, recently, Antonio Conte said if Spurs finished in the top four, it would be like winning the Champions League. A comment now from Ben says, if we do get top four, do you think that that would be better than winning a trophy in Antonio Conte's first season? I know for me, it would feel like it. How do you feel? Look, for me, I'm very old school. You know, I, I love a trophy and stuff, but you cannot deny the fact if, if, if Conte gets us top four, I mean, that is some achievement. And would that be a bigger achievement than winning the Carabao or the FA Cup? Um, I think it probably would be, I think. Um, yeah, Can I, I think... just interject there? 15 min- 15, in the 15th minute of this chat, the trophy word has come out. So it's got to be a <laughs> And actually, it, it didn't come from me. <laughs> it wasn't Chris either. It wasn't. So for me, I've always been a trophy man. But look, we all know what revolves around the top four. We all know it's what the board want. You know, Conte will want that. It gives us Champions League football. It attracts bigger players. Conte and Harry Kane stay. You know, we know all the things that's going around. Um, so It's a snowballing effect. So. Yeah, so I, th- I think... I think if we did get top four, I think it would be bigger and a better achievement than winning the Carabao or the FA Cup. I think it probably would. What do you guys think? I think it would be, if I'm honest. I think it would be a huge achievement. I tell you what, yeah. Gary, when, when you think back to some of those Europa Conference League away games that you and I travelled to together. <laughs> no, don't. Please don't make that, me. That Vitesse game, how low we felt under Nuno. Um, and and yeah. to me, it's so weird. It feels like ages ago. It feels like a couple of years ago to me, uh, you yeah. know, Nuno being here. And yeah, now it can seem, like, like, like Melvin and, and Craig have both said um, this evening so far, that, you know, that positivity, that energy, um, the, yeah. you know, the, the positive vibe around the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium now, it's, it's just fantastic. It's completely different. It's amazing. And Chris, I think you're the first to agree. I absolutely detest Vitesse. And that you know. I mean, that was tough. And you know, the worst part of that, just such as that, is typical Tottenham and Spursy that you and me travel all over the world, go and see them, and then we get thrown out of it anyway. Yeah. So not for it not really being our fault. Was that was, where you was that where you rung me from the car park? You couldn't get your McDonald's. You had a yeah, round McDonald's. Yeah. Because yeah. I had to try and order it in a different language. I didn't know what I was doing. Chris was out doing, doing his show, and I was having a nightmare. Anyway, I think oh. I ordered everything twice, so it was all right in the end. Yeah. But um, the Spurs food was definitely live from Holland in a, in a McDonald's car park. Well, I mean, the show was a lot better than the game, wasn't it? I mean, that was an awful game, wasn't it? Oh, I, I actually remember. Turned, I turned my back on Ben Davis and Deli Ali. I was so angry. And they were right next to us. And I was like, nah. What, in McDonald's? Yeah, no, no, McDonald's. <laughs> remember, remember that Vitesse fan that came up to you in the car? Yeah, yeah, the two guys where, that come where, up. Where, where, where are the Tottenham players, you said? Because they all <laughs> yeah, stayed at home. Yeah, I remember. I, I was yeah. like, I don't know, mate. I was asking the same thing all game. But that's yeah. a funny, funny, funny you say that, Melvin, because... A lot of them fans, Chris, remember, a lot of them fans had come that day to see Son and Kane and stuff and weren't even actually interested in Vitesse, you know, and then they weren't there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, well, anyway. <laughs> before any of you give anything away, I just want to ask you a very quick question. Um, do you think Tottenham will finish in the top four? 
Um, Melvin, let's start with you because uh, let's have a look at the Premier League table now. Spurs are currently fourth. We've played 30, we've won 17, we've drawn three, we've lost 10. We have a goal difference now, plus 15. We have 54 points. Arsenal, of course, have the same points. They do have a game in hand. Melvin, can we finish in the top four? Will we finish in the top four? Um, if you're telling me, like, can you think of five reasons why Arsenal will finish above us? I can probably no, give you five. But wait, 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 wait. <laughs> but I can probably, I can, I can probably give you twenty-five reasons why Spurs will finish above them. Like we'll we'll finish above. I I, I can think of twenty twenty thirty reasons why we'll finish above Arsenal. Mm, and I can only give you like, yeah. And I can only give you a few reasons of why Arsenal will finish above us. So, I've, we've all been thinking about these and, and and you know doing maths. And all of a sudden, we're all mathematicians. With yeah, I'm not very good at maths. <laughs> and XG and thinking all of this stuff. But, but yeah, to answer your question, I think we can do it. Why not? You have to have something to, you have to have a goal. If you don't have a goal or, or something to, to aim at, you know, Conte probably be looking at it and be like, oh, we have to go above Chelsea, not, not Arsenal. Yeah. He's that ambitious. He'll be looking at the table and be going, look, Chelsea is achievable. Let's go for Chelsea. Not, mm. not Arsenal. Don't think about Arsenal. He'll, he'll be that ambitious about it. So, listen, we'll have to aim high. If we if we don't do it, we don't do it. But we we still have we still have a great manager, great players, yeah. and if we don't achieve it, it's not the end of the world. I mean, we've seen the progress we've done in the last six seven months under Conte. You yeah. know, give him a preseason and and a couple more signings, and it's not the end of the world. Well, I'm going to say that I think that Tottenham will finish in the top four. Melvin, you, was that a yes? Yeah, yeah, it's a yes. Yeah, Craig, yes or no? Um, yes and yes, yeah. Well, yes, we can and yes, we will. Um, <clears throat> again, I'm, I can't, I'm not sure I could give you 30 reasons. I mean, I'd love to hear, <laughs> I'd love to hear those, Melvin. But um, I, just, I just think with the way we're playing at the moment, the way Arsenal, all right, one game, they were torn apart. They, they didn't just lose against Palace. They were torn apart. Um, and they, you know, they've had a couple of injuries. Tierney's out for the rest of the season now. Um, Partey's injured as well. I'm not saying they're key, key players. In fact, I, I couldn't mm. tell you who their key player is. Probably Emil Smith, Robrax, Saka. I don't know. Yeah, but, um, you know, they, they're going to be looking at what we're doing. We always look at other teams and think, oh, God, what players are out? You know, how are they doing? Let's just... Yeah. I think we're in a position now where we used to be like, well, we're playing so well, you can go into any game and think we're going to get a result. So, short in short, answer, Chris, yeah, I do actually think we will get top four. Gary, got a comment on the screen now. Um, I like the answer. Give reasons why we can go above Arsenal and not predict top four. Uh, don't want to jinx it. Um, of course, we are going to go through every single game predicting our results, all four of us, and then yeah. see where Tottenham and Arsenal would be. It's only a prediction, so please do get involved in the comments if you so wish. Um, Gary, um, do you think that Spurs will finish in the top four? I've got to spoil the party, if I'm honest. And my my gut feeling is I think we, we can finish in the top four, but I don't think we will this season. I think we'll just come a little bit short because we're not quite there. I hope I'm wrong, but, you know, I can't go against what I've felt and thought all season. Now... I do think we'll finish above Arsenal, 
but I don't think we'll finish in the top four. Um, I, I really, I really don't. But I, I hope I'm wrong. Now I say that, and I've worked out all the Arsenal games and all the Tottenham games. I will give you all those later, Chris, no doubt. And probably from working it out, we do finish in the top four. I don't know, <laughs> but because <laughs> my maths is not great. But, you know, I've had conversations like all you guys, you know, down the gym all day today and every day and all throughout the season and, and at the games. And I do genuinely think we're not quite the finished article yet. And I think the best we could probably achieve would be fifth, I think. Um, who who do you think is going to finish fourth then? I still think Man United. No. Yeah, I, I, I really do. And it, it pains me to say, but look, I hope I'm wrong, but I just... I just think, you know what, and I'm not I'm not trying to throw my <laughs> dummy out of the Premier, but I do think VAR has a lot to do with, with Man United and Liverpool in particular. And I think that will help uh, Man United near the end of the season, going into the end part. And I think they will pick the fourth spot post. I think they'll get fourth position. I really do. But look, I hope I'm wrong. I really, really do. But I just think we're going to be just a little bit short. My mate's just commented saying, matey boy at the gym, he's laughing because... Um, I'm always talking down, Jim. And I said, just very quickly, Chris, I'll give you an example. I was um, in the car the other day and it was after the, uh, the, the the Tottenham Newcastle game, which was a great win. It was an amazing win, right? And, and I had TalkSport on, a show you go on a lot, Chris, you've been on there. And what I found um, quite interesting, but also funny, was not one Tottenham fan who, who rang in the stuff thought we would finish in the top four. And I think that's because we're very different to Arsenal fans and stuff like that. You know, when Arsenal went on a little bit of a run and I got a good few wins, they were getting top four and every single fan was confident and, and you know, knew, they, they would just thought they were. With every single Tottenham fan that called up, not one of them thought they'd get in the top four. And I thought that was quite interesting because I think we've had a lifetime of this. And I think when we get close to things like this, if we get a little bit too excited with it, it all goes a bit spursy. So, you know, and look, you're right. You're right, um, Craig. They did get hammered by Palace, but we did. And yes, I know we had Nuno, but they still controlled us. And I don't think there's much between Tottenham and Arsenal, if I'm being honest with you. I think they had the slight advantage over the last few games and now we've kind of picked them there. But I think we are level pegging. And I don't think either team is actually quite good enough to get that full position and I think Man United will but I really hope I'm wrong guys I really really hope I can come on this show whenever it may be last game of the season that was a fun one last season when we had Leicester um, and we finished in the top four because I know I'll be sweating and screaming and eating a lot more sweets if, <laughs> if we finish in the top four in the last game Chris but yeah well, that's, no, that's we finish in the top four last season Gary it was, it was no. seven it was the Europa Conference League spot no I know yeah. but I was excited because we, we'd have beaten Leicester with Bell's goals remember and I got mm. so excited, I didn't even see the last one. But I loved it, even though it meant Chelsea got top four. <laughs> yeah. Melvin, let's come to you. Um, were you surprised by Arsenal's display and their result the other night against Crystal Palace? Yeah, I actually was. Yeah, you I know, was. Yeah. I, I actually thought they were going to be much better than... I don't watch Arsenal, to be fair. I think I've watched them twice this season, and one of them was the game we played them. So, to for them to crumble like that... Yeah, they had few injuries, but I thought they'd be much, much better. You know, they were consistent and they've done well. And I've been, you know, it's 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 difficult to say, but 
to be in the position they they're in. They 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 have to. They've built a good squad. You know, they're still young. They kind of remind me of us under Pochettino when we were starting with a young squad. You know, a bit of inexperience, but we yeah. also we also didn't. You know, you know. Remember when we went to to Newcastle and we lost in the last day of the season? I think yeah. something similar could happen to them. They they don't have the experience that our players do. They're still a young squad. They never. I think their whole squad haven't played one game of of, of Champions League, and ours have. Really? You know, it's that kind of probably probably. Oh, their whole I didn't squad know that. Is of, what player has Champions League football in their squad? Maybe. I think Lacazette? is he right? I think he's right, Chris. Is he? I never thought of that before. It's um, quite a long time since they've played Champions League football, though, Gary, isn't it? Yeah, it's been what six years, is it? Yeah. So <laughs> probably right. It's probably right. I think he's right, isn't he? Yeah, I'm just so trying to work trying to think. Yeah. I'm trying to work it out in my head. Chris will know this. Come on, Chris, you're the stat man. It's not an Arsenal, I'm not. No. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't give Come it on. that. You, you know about Arsenal, you're curtain twitching. We know. Come on. <laughs> oh man, you, know you boy in the corner there. Comment here about the Spurs goal difference is worth yeah. a point because is, you know, to think yeah, that yeah. we scored five against Newcastle, yeah. uh, Crystal Palace put three past Arsenal. You know, this yeah. could go down to um, goal difference. I know you think that United <clears throat> will uh, perhaps finish fourth, Gary, but if yeah. it was between Spurs and Arsenal, the goal difference could, um, you know, it could come down to goal difference. Um, Craig, yeah. were you surprised by the uh, the Arsenal display because they they have been up until that Crystal Palace uh, game they have been in good form. Yeah, you're right. I was very surprised actually that Palace didn't put more past them. To be fair, um, I thought they deserved it. But mm. you know, in all seriousness, I, it, I didn't see that performance coming from Arsenal. I had a feeling Palace might sneak a draw. If you know, I'm hanging my hat on that. To be honest, and I had my hopes turned it on. I missed the first half hour. And I couldn't quite believe what I was seeing, to be honest. But it wasn't just the the fact they lost 3-0. It was the manner they lost 3-0. Yeah. I, I watched the rest of the game. They were poor. They were yeah. poor. They were like they were rudderless. They didn't, uh, um, Alexander, lack of threat. Well, he actually lived up to his name. He was yeah. no threat at all. Um, dreadful performance. And, you know, it could could have just been a blip. But, um, yeah, um, very interesting times. But th- that comment was right on the screen there. That could be worth... A point. Um, the way we've made up, uh, I can't remember the exact amount of goals. It must be ten over the last two or three weeks. Um, it's incredible. <laughs> Thomas, what's that thing? Thomas, <laughs> <Ivory squad>, <laughs> <laughs> Thomas Parsons. Another guard has played Champions League football as well. Yeah. Ah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I don't care really. Um, it's um, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting. And the form almost coming into that North London derby, which is it's probably going to be the biggest North London derby in years, isn't it? That, that, what I mean is, it's always a big game, but the, the amount resting on it, you know, that could yeah. seal Champions League football, well, hopefully for Tottenham, obviously, but God forbid either way. Mm. But it's going to be a massive game either way. Oh, you know? Horrible. But to do, horrible. to do it against Arsenal, to get top four, are beating Arsenal and effectively knocking them into the Europa. My That'd God, what what a what a game that is going to be, and the I'm crowd going are going to be pitch. up for that. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Gary, um, what do you what do you make of the uh, the date of the game? Um, Thursday, the twelfth of May. 
Um, yeah. It's in between the Liverpool away game and the Burnley home game. So it is the third game from the end of the season. What do you make of the, the date? Happy? Uh, I'm never really happy on midweek games, mate, for myself personally. Um, for the players, not ideal in between those games. But it's got to be put in there somewhere. And they were holding out for as long as they could. You know, and they're going to put it that far behind because, like what Craig just mentioned, like we're all thinking, God, let's hope it doesn't boil down to North London derby. But it really might. I would like to think when that ca- game came round, you know, Woolwich was well out of it, but I don't think they will be. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, it's be. a killer, mate. It's, it's an absolute um, killer. I got my ticket for it like you a, a long time ago and was just expecting it to be a Sunday. But um, there we are. It's a Thursday evening. Um, yeah, the nerves for me, I'm nervous about it already. And it's a couple of months away, honestly, because I do really think it's it really is going to probably boil down to that. Oh, God, just thinking about it is making me sweat. Honestly, I just, I can't deal with you know, it. I, I hate it. You look so you know stressful about it, Gary. I hate it. Honestly, I absolutely hate it. <laughs> when I'm not at the game, when I don't go to North London Derby, I cannot watch that game. Um, the one where, what was it? Jan Vertonghen got the header. Do you remember that one? Um, I went out in my car, switched my radio off, mobile phone off, uh, parked up in a park and trained for nearly two hours. Came back, kept everything off. I was looking at people walking out of pubs to see if I could get an idea, waiting for someone to give me the thumbs up or down because of me top of the number plate, nothing. And I walked in the door and I thought, right, let me put it on. And I whacked it on and I saw it there and I was able to enjoy it. And I probably watched it about 500 times after that. But it's just a horrible game to watch on the TV. It's absolutely horrendous. I hate it. It's the first game I look for to fix your home and away, but I dread it and I hate it when it's on. You know, I can remember we beat them 1-0 once and they almost equalised near the end. I was at that game and we just couldn't get that second goal and it was just horrible. You don't want to be drawing or just one all up against them and you certainly don't want to be losing, do you? Yeah, I don't know about yep. you guys, but I, I hate it and I hate them. Do you know what, it. Gary? I, I love the North London derby when we're at home, um, but yeah. the way that I feel going to um, the Emirates horrible. Stadium... It's just I, horrible, I isn't like it? it? No, yeah. it's absolutely horrible, mate. Yeah, yeah, I'm in agreement. Melvin, are you happy with the date, uh, Thursday the 12th of May? I think Liverpool have a Champions League semi-final, the, the fixture before. So when we, when, we play, when we play Liverpool, they have the Champions it's, Remember when we, we, we beat Ajax and then we played yeah. City and we literally fielded like... We, couldn't, we, weren't, we didn't care about that game. Literally, Deli yeah. Ali was playing around with the ball. I'm I'm kind of hoping that something similar could happen. You know, Liverpool yeah. maybe they're out of the title race. They just maybe get. I don't care if they get to the Champions League final. I'm hoping they will. You know, it could be and, and maybe we can sneak. Because I've in my head, I've heard the Anfield as a defeat. You know, Liverpool are so strong. So yeah. if we can get points from Anfield somehow, that's that's a bonus. But yeah, playing Arsenal after playing Liverpool is. It's going to be tough because yeah. Liverpool are a physical side and, and they'll play, they'll, they'll sprint and run till 90 minutes. You know, players could pick up a knock and in, in four or five days, you know, it could, it could be an issue. You know, I, I don't know if Conte will rotate for that game. Not Arsenal, mm. obviously, for Liverpool. Maybe he'll play Bergwin and rest on to keep him fresh for the London Derby because it's, it's a big game and, and we're in direct conflict with them. So, obviously sacrificing Liverpool to beat Arsenal would probably be the 
priority. It's interesting to see what Conte will do. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. It's I also going to so. be interesting to see which players will step up for these type of games. Because, yeah. because Davis scored the other day. And it's like everyone in their head is thinking, oh, we already need a, a left a left sided centre back. And I'm thinking if Davis keeps playing the way he is, we don't okay, he's a good squad player, but yeah. it's like he's he's stepping up. And it's like you have to and so the same thing with Matt Dorothy. It's like these moments, it's like now it's time for you guys to step up. We've been asking yeah. these players to step up for the last yeah. two years. And some of them are doing it and some of them yeah. aren't. Mm-hmm. You know, but the ones that are need to be applauded in a way and, and they need to yeah. be they need to be recognized because, you know, maturity was done at Spurs. Uh, you know, I, I still think he's a gooner. For so long, yeah. I, I still think he supports Arsenal. He does. And I used to think, I used to think when I see him play, I'm pretty sure he's playing against us. Yeah. But now, maybe, maybe he's not because I honestly used to think this guy's playing bad on purpose. Yeah. And, do you know what? Do you know what, Melvin? Matt Doherty in his last six Premier League games, two goals, four assists. You know, give credit yeah. where credit is due. Yeah, yeah, been, been yeah. much, much better. And yeah. you know what? If if because I I always buy a spare shirt, and this year I haven't bought one. But I'm waiting for the London derby. I want to see which player will score or do something. But if Matt Doherty does something in the London derby, I'll buy <laughs> one of the kits. We'll get a statue you know, of him seen? outside the ground if he scores the winner. On the <laughs> yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen now, those those apology sheets for, on, yeah. on Twitter? It's like I apologize yeah. to this. I'll I'll yeah. throw one of those out for Dorothy if something in the London Derby. Now I want to talk about Harry Kane because he is in sensational form right now. Um, Craig, let's come to you on this. Um, Paul Merson, of course, former Arsenal midfielder, has said in the last 24 hours that Spurs are a one-man team. Harry Kane, if you take Harry Kane out of this team, then Spurs are not getting top four. I just want to play a short clip from Antonio Conte talking about our world-class striker. I'm happy, I'm happy for him because we are talking about our class strikers. He deserves uh, the best because uh, um, he's a great worker, hard worker. This is not normal. Eh? This is not normal because usually the players that have a talent don't like to work hard because they have talent. Yeah, in my career, I didn't have a great talent, and for this reason, I work hard. But uh, what uh, I liked him from the first time was uh, um, his uh, availability, and um, uh, he was a, a big example for uh, for uh, um, his teammates. When you see him to work in this way, and for sure, you. You have the desire. You have the desire to, to continue to, to, to work and to, to work very hard. And uh, for this reason, uh, I want to tell uh, him thanks because he's always uh, a big example for everything. And I hope uh, to, to give him satisfaction. Craig, let's come to you. Um, what do you make of Antonio Conte's comments on Harry Kane? Of course, he didn't get on the score sheet on Sunday at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium against Newcastle, but another assist and some sensational performances recently. Yeah, absolutely. He's been in sensational form. Um, 
after a very slow start to the season, I think we all knew why he's really picked it up and he's actually acting like the talisman that we need him to be. And I hope he carries this on the rest of the season and and obviously gets us in that top four because I think he's going to be a massive part. I wouldn't agree with Merson completely, but God, if we did lose Harry Kane, he's going to make our job a million times tougher because he is the glue that knits everything together, let's, let's face it. And I think having him in the team... Um, just gives all the other players a massive, massive, massive lift. And what 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 I find fascinating about watching Harry Kane is when he drops deep and fires those Ericsson like passes, if you like, you know it's going to find the man. You know it's going to be overhit. Shearer always used to talk <clears> about overhitting the pass because you watch so many crossfield passes that underhit the defender clears it. He yeah. always overhits the pass. He knows where he wants, where a striker would want that pass because he's a striker. And that's why strikers sometimes make the best crosses of the ball, which he is a fantastic crosser of the ball because he knows exactly where to put the ball. He's got so many good traits, Harry Kane, that he knows, or Son knows. Kane picks it up deep. He looks to turn. He looks up and Son's on his bike. And and that has worked time and time and time again. And even Doherty running down the left wing, you saw that couple of crossfield passes. Wherever he is on the on the pitch. I'm confident when Harry Kane gets the ball, something's going to happen. And I think that's the key thing. Something is yeah. always going to happen with Harry Kane, whether it be getting a shot off on target or putting through um, a pass that's going to create a chance. And he is massively important to us. Um, and I think, it, let's face it, he is the most important player to us. And um, just hope we can keep him fit, healthy, injury-free for the rest of the season because we need him. We need him now more than ever. Gary, let's come to you on the same point. Um, Antonio Conte there talking very highly about Harry Kane. Absolutely adores the guy. Um, Surely, um, you know, Harry Kane, you know, it it was widely reported in the summer that he perhaps wanted to move to Manchester City with Spurs going in the right direction again under the management of Antonio Conte. Surely Harry Kane wouldn't be looking to leave Spurs in the summer, would he? No, I don't think so. I think I think the fact we've got um, Antonio Conte, it sends out a big message. I think getting that manager, I mean, you know, when we was on your show, Chris, and we were going from manager to manager and that, and it seemed like a bit of a pipe dream would get Conte. You know, I mean, I always said that's the guy we need, but did I really think we'd get him? Probably not. But, you know, I, when I think about how Harry Kane was playing under Nuno and stuff, and yes, you could say some of that was because he wanted to move and everything else, but just... He was playing so good under Mourinho and then it just totally disappeared under Nuno and you thought, where's Harry Kane gone? And now it's got to be, he's happy, he feels settled, he can see, you know, he can see stuff happening with the club and with the team and, and, you know, and there's so much stuff we don't see outside of football, like his family life and his personal life and I just think he probably was thinking, like what Craig said, half thinking he's moving up to Manchester and elsewhere. He's, He's had conversations with, you know, Levy and with the board and with Conte and he just seems a lot happier. And when he's a lot happier, he's playing football. And the thing that I loved about the Newcastle game is, is because I would be more worried and nervous if it was only Harry Kane getting the goals, but because he's not getting the goals, I know he's setting quite a few up and his passing is amazing, but because we are getting other players scoring him goals, I'm more happy about that. You know, if we won our next few games and Kane didn't score, I wouldn't be worried in the slightest because he's still creating and he's yeah. still fit and he's happy and he's in a good place. And that's all that we need, you know. And he's not going to score every game. And Son isn't going to score every game. But I was guilty saying that we need to rest Son for the West Ham game. Because I felt he played one too many games. And then look what he did against West Ham. 
You see what I mean? So I think yeah. in some ways, if the other players can step up and get the goals like they have, then we're in a really, really good place. We we really are. And, you know, Paul Merson, yes, he has a point, but, you know, we did get to a Champions League final at Harry Kane. So it is possible, but none of us want anything to happen to Harry Kane. Of course we don't. We know all the other clubs do, but we want him fighting fit. Do we need him to score every game? No, we don't. You know, definitely not. We just need Harry Kane to be playing like Harry Kane is playing. And that's it. <laughs> Melvin, what more can, can all of us Spurs fans say about Harry Kane that's not been said already? And what have you made of his performances recently? Yeah, I think, um, is this the best Harry Kane we've ever seen? Do you think? I would probably think it is, you know. Um, I was. It's funny, Melv, because I was thinking that because I was looking back at old games and seasons and stuff. And I think his passing has been the best passing ever from Harry Kane. And people are comparing him to like De Bruyne and stuff. And I think he's either that level or slightly higher. So for me, I think we've got the best Harry Kane ever, my personal opinion. Yeah, he's not, he's not, he doesn't have the same goal tally, but I think goal contributions, I think he's still up there. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, Listen, I think if we get top top four, you know, Kane is probably one of the big reasons that we will. You know, he wants yeah. to push the club. Last summer, he wanted to leave because he felt we weren't fighting and, and we weren't going in the right direction. But if we do get top four, and, and surely Kane can see us going in the right direction right now. And, and getting top four would be probably the best thing that would happen to us in regards yeah. to keeping Kane for next season and you know, him possibly signing a long-term contract and these things can snowball and and uh, it's it's vital that we just keep winning and keep performing. And I think also he's the fittest I've I've seen him for a long time. I think under Jose, he was quite slow. And, a bit and, slower, and yeah. I think he was still recovering from the major injury he had as well. I think he had a, I think a, a ruptured uh, ligament or hamstring or something like that, and is yeah. I don't remember the exact term, but I remember I remember it was quite a bad bad injury, and I think it took him a season or a season and a bit to really start because for I think for a whole season I didn't really see him chasing the ball, sprinting. He looked quite heavy, and even in the Euros he looked quite quite tired. And this season yeah. I've never seen him. I've seen you know beat a man with with his sprinting. You know he look he looks faster. He looks fitter. He looks it's probably the lack of catch up. You know. <laughs> yeah. Right, I, now, I now want to talk about Arsenal, and I'm absolutely delighted to bring on um, Sophie Nicolau um, from the Highbury squad. Sophie, thanks so much for joining us. Very brave of you to uh, join four Spurs fans on this chat. So thanks. Um, now, I just wanted to start um, by showing a clip of Mikel Arteta after um, the 3-0 defeat at Crystal Palace. Well, the pressure has been there for the last seven or eight weeks. We are talking all the time about the race on the top four. And this way, they've been performing extremely well, getting results and, and playing really well. Today, we didn't perform. It's as simple as that. We were second best in every department, especially in the first half. And we were trying to change in the second half. Well, we did, and we played much more the game that we want to play. Um, 
in the final moments we had three or four big chances uh, we didn't score the goal to get back and give ourselves a chance to to come back in the game no we've got a game in hand still and uh, and we need to play and we know that in the nine games a lot of things are going to happen we have to play each other we have to play some big games coming up we have to focus on ourselves the problem that we had today is not express it was us and what we did in the first half it was a really good game and we played well and we managed to win. But we know as well what is difficult is to, to be consistent in the performance. And this is where we have to grow as a team, is to repeat those kind of performances. And this is the most difficult things to do in football. I think there is more belief in the team. Uh, players understand better each other and start to really know each other as well. There is a, a clear idea about how we want to play the game and and again like today we we scored those goals in a, in a really important moment in the game and and i think that's way we manage the game show that we are growing up as a team as well oh patrick so if you're a lot of <laughs> us are feeling very happy being back in the top four at the moment how are you feeling as an arsenal fan right now I wish I'd have come on the show maybe two or three weeks ago. How ironic that <laughs> I come I come on after we got spanked uh, by our legendary player at Selhurst Park. Uh, I was feeling, you know, it's really funny because even before that game, I was starting to feel the stress of it. You know, um, it's at that part of the season, you guys have come back uh, from a run of bad form, playing really well. And of course, that has a lot to do with... Um, Harry Kane and Son, but your January signings as well, I think, have helped. And we didn't make any signings in January. And I always felt like, is that going to be the moment that kind of comes back to bite us in the backside? Especially if, you know, we get some injuries and key injuries. And, and that's that's kind of what has happened. I found, I, I didn't expect us to be in this situation, uh, to be honest, at the beginning of the season. I thought there would be a lot more uh, process to take place before we were even challenging for top four. And you could argue that maybe we've also benefited from other teams around us not having a great season, including Manchester United. Uh, so for me, I, I think it's important we get back into Europe. My goal for this season was, can we just be consistent? Can we be competitive in the Premier League again? And can you, Mr. Arteta, please get us back into Europe, considering you were the manager that got us kicked out of it after 20 years plus run. So that's kind of where I was at. And then here we are on this run and this ride, which I've been enjoying thoroughly, of course, as an Arsenal fan. But my goodness, we've got some really tough games coming up. And for me, we had to beat Palace, Brighton and Southampton because we've got West Ham coming, we've got Chelsea coming, we've got Manchester United coming, we've got the North London derby, we've got a resurgent Leeds to face who are still fighting for survival, Newcastle Newcastle have done better, and Everton who are fighting for their lives as well. Not going to be easy, Chris. Sophie, were you surprised with the result and the performance against Crystal Palace? Uh, yeah, I was. Listen, Crystal Palace got four points off Manchester City. To be honest with you, we were lucky to get a point off them at the Emirates. We got that last uh, last uh, gas last goal minute, from yeah. Lacazette and we didn't play very well in that game at all. They're really well organised. They're a completely different side to Roy Hodgson, who was very conservative. And albeit he kept them up in the Premier League for years playing a little bit of negative football, Patrick has come in and completely changed their style of play. They've got some great plays. They made really good signings in the summer and they've been a tough team to beat this season. Now, was I expecting us to get our 
backsides handed to us on a platter? Absolutely not. Uh, we never recovered. As soon as the game started, my heart sank and I was like, wow, this is it. When, there's no way we're, we're winning this game. We were, I, feel, I thought we were outmaneuvered, outcoached. Uh, outplayed they had a lot more heart and you would be you would be uh you know it would be tough to figure out which team was fighting for a champions league spot um in that match we lost the game in the first 25 minutes we never recovered and what a terrible night for every single arsenal player to have their worst game of the season i actually think it was worse than uh, the the loss at goodison park earlier in the in the season chris Mm. I've got to ask you, Sophie, while you're on. Um, Thursday, the 12th of May, of course, it is the North London derby. Uh, <laughs> will Arsenal be turning up for this one? I, <laughs> I really, really hope so. Um, I said something on our show the other day that everyone, most people disagreed with me on. I would rather have played you earlier in the season when Son was injured. Um, and everyone kind of came at me and said, we didn't have a team. This person wouldn't have played. That person wouldn't have played. And and in my mind, I'm like, it's a North London derby. Derbies are always different. Anything is possible, no matter who is playing. Of course, you want your best players to be playing. But I always felt like this game could come back uh, to haunt us just a tad. Just like the United game at Old Trafford, the game at Goodison Park. I, I really felt yeah. like, let's just play this and know whether we've got the points on the board or not. Games in hand are great, but points on the board or knowing what's happened for me is even better. And that's how much I rate Son. Of course, he's a world-class player. He and Harry Kane um, have found their form at the best part of the season. And uh, it's going to be an interesting game. I think you have the advantage playing at home. Um, losing Kieran Tierney is an absolute disaster for us. You know, Nuno Tavaj did really well when he came in earlier this season, but since the Liverpool game away and then being um, subbed before halftime at Forest and the game at Palace, I think the, the kids lost his confidence. So it's going to be, how is Arteta going to deal with that injury? And of course, Thomas Partey, I hope, will be back um, by the North London derby. Sophie, would you, who would you say, uh, honestly... Who would you say has got the better first eleven, Tottenham or Arsenal? It's a really interesting question. Um, I th I think at different moments in this season, we've I think we've become more of a team as opposed to individuals. Yeah. You know, we suffered greatly from just being an apathetic individual team, which was really driven by you know, um, the shenanigans of Ozil in the la in his last two or three seasons. Um, and, you know, there was a little bit of an army that kind of followed him in, in that regard. I think the one thing you can credit Arteta for is that he has built a, a team, a team that believes in each other, believes in, in, in him. Um, and I think at different times you've been a better team this season and we've been a better team. I don't think there's yeah. too much <clears throat> be no. difference Level. between us. I think the difference is Kane and Son. Yeah. Where are, where are our goals going to come from? That is yeah. the biggest problem we have at the moment is when we do get chances, we do not have a lethal, prolific goal scorer to bury those chances. You have two and two pretty good ones. One you could argue is one of the best in the world right now. So for us, I think that is the biggest difference in terms of, of the two teams. But other positions... I think it's fair. I think it, I think it's pretty balanced. So, do you think that the top four race is, or that fourth spot is between Spurs and Arsenal? And if it is, 
Who is going to finish? In, who is going to finish fourth? I'm just stressed thinking about it. Woo! <laughs> um, I actually, I don't know why they've been absolute garbage this season, but I just will refuse to rule out Manchester United. Still, I don't know why. Maybe it's because of their history, because Agreed. they're Man- yeah. they're Manchester United. Because it, now there's. That is a, a team of individuals, not a team. But the difference is their individuals can do great things. You guys witnessed that with Ronaldo, his yeah. hat trick against you. Who saw who saw that coming? You yeah. can see it coming with Ronaldo, but um, I think that game between us and them is going to be significant. If they yeah. beat us, God forbid, uh, I think that they're well in the race. And then our, our game in hand is Chelsea. Um, you know, we've got to get a result there. I think it's still between the three of us. I think West Ham have don't have enough games to catch up, maybe. But I, I don't think United are completely out of it. Now, that I think the difference between a lot of that too is you have a manager who's been there before. Antonio Conte is a tactician who can adapt in games. Uh, I know he's been a bit stubborn in terms of how he likes to play in defence, but this is a guy who's led Chelsea. He's been in these high-pressure situations before. Uh, Ralph Ragnick has not. Uh, Mikel Arteta has not. Um, So that is another X factor, I think, that you guys have heading into these last few games of the season. And he seems to have, after his little outburst where it looked like he was going to cry and go home, uh, you know, it's like a. I thought that was a. I thought that was a stroke of genius, actually. Yeah. To be honest with you, deliberate. you know, deliberate. Yeah, and he's got everyone on his side, and I think I think you guys um, have got a really good manager there. It tastes like vinegar coming out of my mouth, but that's the truth. <laughs> but while we're on that subject, then, Sophie, do you think that Antonio Conte will be lifting trophies at Spurs in the near future? Um. Oh, you can say yes. Come on. Well, look, I tell you something that I can't believe you you guys did, right? Sacking Mourinho four or five days before a League Cup final was probably one of the biggest mistakes Tottenham have made in in years. Um, Stupid, stupid. And, you know, if there was a man... He won the League Cup for United. He won the Europa League for United. I actually thought that if if he was going to be the manager going into that, I think you could have... I think you could have won that. Antonio Conte is def- definitely a manager who can win things. The big question, just like us, is are your owners going to back him? Are they going to give him the tools and resources he needs in order to be able to do that? He's a big name player. He likes to spend money. Um, and if your chairman doesn't give him that, then I think you'll continue to struggle uh, to win trophies. And I'm sure Spurs yeah. fans you know, would love even an FA Cup or a League Cup at this point. Anything. Totally, totally. <laughs> Mel, Melvin, you've got a question for Sophie, have you? Yeah, um, hi. Um, hi. I don't, have many, I don't have many Arsenal friends, so I might struggle <laughs> to speak to you a little bit. Well, my brother's, <laughs> my brother's a Tottenham fan. So, no way. Yep. Oh, wow. How does yep. that work then? That can't be easy. I'll tell you, this is our house, right? My dad and my sister are Manchester United fans. My brother's a Tottenham fan and I'm an Arsenal fan. And our family oh, is mixed. Like a lot of my uncles are Arsenal fans, a lot of my cousins are Tottenham fans. So um, family family events are never fun, and we never ever get together when it's the North London derby. So no, yeah, yeah, can understand that. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like a nightmare to me. My it father is. laid, oh, laid the law, and he said spares only. So yeah. anyway, um, my question is: Spares found themselves in first position a few years ago under Mourinho mm. because we had, you know. 
couple of easy fixtures and all of a sudden people were talking about Spurs winning the league but obviously then we played a couple of the big boys and we quickly found our position back in sixth and seventh do you think there's an element of that with Arsenal's fixtures how they finally found themselves in the conversation for top four having not played Spurs Man United Chelsea West Ham do you think there's an element of that a hundred percent I mean we could still finish seventh that is not yeah. that is you know that's the reality now that's not me being negative and no. it's just you know we're facing we're facing teams <clears throat> who are very good have been good this season albeit inconsistent um as well but there is a likelihood that we could absolutely finish seventh and if we do i think that's a massive disappointment and you know a lot of my fellow arsenal fans who are huge Arteta supporters, some are not. I just think if you're the guy that got us kicked out of Europe by the man that you replaced and you don't get us back in there and you've had three seasons to to yeah. do something, you have to really start asking questions about whether or not, you know, he's a closer. Uh, yeah. grant, granted, I think we're still, you know, we've got a very young team and it's showing. Our, our young players are mature, but we have a naivety to us as well at times. And that, can cost you in really big games, you know, and how are they going to operate under the bright lights on Monday night? You mm. know, we, ch we choked and that's the truth. Um, but can we play really well? Can Saka turn it on? Emil Smith-Rowe, Martinelli, um, yeah. you know, Gabriel, uh, absolutely. Cedric's done really well stepping in for Tomiyasu, who's been a revelation this season, but you could argue maybe we haven't missed him as much as we thought we would because he's done a decent job. I know some people have question marks about Thomas Partey, but really, if you watch Arsenal week in, week out, he is absolutely vital to our team in partnering Xhaka. And I know Xhaka is not the long-term answer, but for now, they're the best option that we have and they're doing a pretty, a pretty good job. Lacazette has completely lost his way in terms of you know, he, he's just the last two games when he doesn't score, he still offers something because of the way he plays. But when he doesn't offer that, he doesn't yeah. offer much. And I think that we've got some really big decisions to make in these next couple of games. Who plays left back? Who plays up front? <clears throat> Gary, have you got a question for Sophie? Um, yeah, I was just going to say, actually, I, I, um, I didn't think I'd agree with you, but we agreed on the same thing because no, no one is, um, <laughs> I must admit, Sophie, I've, there's been times I've been watching you on Sky Sports News and I tell you, oh, God, you've been really stressing me out with your... <laughs> but if any, to be honest, I really wanted to disagree with you, but we're actually on the same page because I said exactly the same uh, about Man United and no one is giving Man United a chance uh, mm -hmm. or even think they've got a look at top four. The only thing I think you did leave out about Man United, which is in their benefit as well, is VAR. And oh, yeah. I know... <laughs> I know people will say, oh, you know, it's fair and it's honest and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's with every team it's the same, but it really isn't. And VAR will be a big, massive thing for me. Probably when you got to play the guys, VAR yeah. will, will play a big, big factor in that game for Man United. And I think, you know, I said to Chris, he was asking our opinions. Do you think you're going to get the top four? Is that the other? And no one mentioned Man United apart from you and me. Um, and you can't write them off. And the reason you can't write them off is because of the Ronaldo's and stuff like that. You know, um, and De Gea, De Gea is yeah, De Gea. saving is saving them this season. I'm glad that we're playing them at the Emirates and we're not playing them at Old Trafford yeah, for those reasons. 
that you have said. Yeah, um, because there is a there is a definitely a, 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 an advantage for them with VAR and stuff when they're at home. And I don't care what anyone says it's mm-hmm. it's evident. You see it in so many games. So I think I think the fact you've got them at home, if you turn up, you'll beat them. Yeah, you know, it's as simple as that. You know, I, I think for us too, it's like I don't. I'm not the. I'd like to think I'm. I don't make excuses in that. We found ourselves in this situation now. Yeah. There's no excuses. Everyone's had to deal with injuries. Everyone's had to deal with thin squads. Everyone's had to deal with, you know, the ramifications of the pandemic. Um, You know, at the end of the day, it was in our power to bring in more signings in January. We did not do that. Is that going to be the thing, like I said, when I first came in, that, that unravels us? But now we're here, I think... It's a shame. Even if we get fifth, for me, again, it's not an excuse. We've got to get back into Europe because we've yeah. got to sign a different type of player. You can't keep signing Tommy Yasus and Ben Whites. And, and I love those players. And, and I think a lot of Arsenal fans have grown to love them. But if we mm. want to grow and we want to really compete, we've got to bring in more experienced, world-class players. We can still attract that because we are the Arsenal Football Club. But yeah. European football <laughs> is really important to the modern-day player. Yeah. If you so, if you did if you did finish sorry Craig just very quickly sorry? if you did finish um, fourth do you think that's an overachievement for Arsenal this season then? It's a really good question. Uh, I think yes because we've got the youngest squad in the Premier League. So to achieve yeah. that with the youngest squad, I would say yes. To put it yeah. simply, yeah, I, yeah, I do. Sophie, I think I think it's fair to say. Would you say your um, sort of um, telling moment? out of your fixtures, it seems to be the run you hinted at earlier or mentioned earlier, mm. where you got Chelsea away, United at home, West Ham away, and then Leeds at mm-hmm. home. I think I think those four games for me before the North London derby is going to be your tipping point or not, so to speak, isn't it? Would yeah. you agree with that? Yes. I don't know about how you guys feel. Part of me was I'd rather know. I know this is just being such a typical fan of our rivalry, right? I would rather know the outcome of what's going to happen in Europe before we get to that penultimate game yeah. of the season. I, Me too. The, the idea of going into that game... Horrible. You know, it was horrible enough watching the Liverpool-Tottenham-Champions League final. That was like a really horrific night. Um, <laughs> it was worse and, for us. And I'm, yeah, sure for for, us. I'm sure for you, years and years of being abused by Thierry Henry and winning the league at White Hart Lane was really <laughs> tough is. to watch. There's Sophie. Sophie's in the room now. You guys get that in, yeah. Thanks. I mean, you know, this is this is this is Chris's house. I'm trying to be respectful, Gary. I thought you were being way too nice. This isn't the Sophie I've seen on Star. Just save it. Just saving it to the end. Um, So, so yeah. I mean, it's to lose that match for either one of us would be wow. horrific horrible. Just, it'll be absolutely yeah. horrible to, yeah. to miss out on Europe is one thing but to to the lose a oh. uh, North London derby and miss out in oh. that manner is just no. horrible so yeah I'd rather know the outcome before then so before something... who do you think that will finish um, above Spurs or Arsenal who's going to finish higher oh it's a tough one I got to stick with my boys. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think you still have a banana skin game in you. I actually fancy Aston Villa to maybe get a point 
this weekend. I don't know what it is. Steven Gerrard's very up and down. That team's up and down. Mm. He looked pretty peeved the other days, but he's he's said a lot of things. I think he's riled his players up. Um, I think you turned them over earlier in the season, didn't you? Yeah. But there's, I still, Liverpool's going to be tough for you, right? Yeah, no, um, that's going to be the Liverpool. toughest fixture. Oh, yeah. Nothing but yet. don't don't you guys feel like you still have one of those? We went and spanked Newcastle five one. We beat yeah. City. We lose to yeah. Burnley. Don't yeah. don't you feel like you still have I, that game in you? I do. Every week. I don't think just Liverpool. I think Brentford will be a difficult one for us. I think that will be the one with Ivan Tony and stuff. That'll be tough. Yeah. yeah. Can I ask one thing. Can I ask one thing. Um. I think something that's gone under the radar is um, this is the first London derby with the full capacity. Of oh, yeah. So, yeah. have you been? Have you been to our stadium? And I'm just curious, what do you think of the atmosphere would be like, and um, if you're going or not? I, I don't know. Um, well, it's a it's a nice stadium. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, well uh, it's kind of it's kind of been your trophy for she, the last three she's years. Got fingers <laughs> crossed. She's got her fingers crossed. She says it. <laughs> I mean, it, it's really, it's really been like the Tottenham Trophy for the last three yeah. years. If I hear one more commentator say, "Oh, it's magnificent," I mean, it's, it's. <laughs> I mean, Stan Kroenke's built quite a stadium out here, uh, the LA Rams. That's an insane, insane stadium. But I would rather um, Melvin that it was out our place. Uh, I think you know, yeah. with it being that first one and back, you, I think you have all of the uh, advantages uh, to to go on and. You know, and you got the crowd behind you, which, as you know, in a North London derby, is half half the battle mentally. So, yeah, it's mm. going to be it is going to be quite the occasion. I'm at. I thought I was going to. I'm actually coming home for the Chelsea, Man United, West Ham games, and then I'm going to be in Cyprus for the North London derby. But maybe, maybe, just maybe, I might change my ticket now they've announced the date. Yeah, yeah, um, it will be one about, hell of a game. about this. About this game, I have the same feeling about this fixture. What do you? What do you guys think? Like honestly, what do you? What are your thoughts on that? Do you fancy yourselves? Do you think you're going to nick fourth spot? Do you? Do you fancy yourselves in the North London derby? I, I, I do. I fancy so, ourselves I think in the, the and I think yeah. we'll win the North London derby. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I. I don't. I think. I think we'll win the North London derby, but I don't think we're going to finish in the top four. I don't know. Uh, our listeners will like Gary. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think, you know, I think at best we could finish fifth and that would be a real push. But from the start of the season, I've always predicted sixth and I don't see anything really changing my mind. But with all the fixtures that's left and what I've worked out, it probably means we may finish in the top four. <laughs> <laughs> so that will make no sense at all. Well, but you... I just don't think we've got quite enough to get in that top four this season, if I'm honest with you. Well, you guys can't afford injuries either, can you? Like, no, and and nothing. there's and every now and again, well, there's always a Kane Son injury. Yep. In the season, Son earlier, but do you are they fully fit now? Can you give me some good I, news? Just to... I, I think they are fully fit, but it's not even injuries with them. You know, sometimes Son and Kane just don't turn up, and you know, Son can go sometimes as much as half a dozen games and be really quiet and miss easy chances. You know, so you just don't know what's going to happen with Son and Kane. Kate, Harry Kane's on fire at the moment. Yes. But Son is really hit and miss a lot with Son. You know, he's the real worry, more so than Kane, I think. Does Lloris still have a mistake in him? 
hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. His first that, goal against Newcastle. That was a mistake. A big one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you yeah. should have saved that. <laughs> okay. Feeling a little bit better now, Chris. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us. And, and tell everyone where they can find you on social media and your podcast. Um, I'm at Soccer Diva on Twitter and at Highbury Squad on all social and YouTube. If uh, We actually have a couple of Spurs fans who are really n- nice and come and listen to our nice. show. Yeah, we're all uh, nice. <laughs> but you guys have been very nice. And, and Gary, you're right. I was trying to be on my best behavior, but oh, I had, yeah. to, had to get a couple, had to get the uh, the, the win, win in the league at White Hart Lane in yeah, there. Yeah, you, you, you weren't fooling me. I see you on Sky Sports in the mornings. I'm fully aware of it. Sophie, Sophie, before you go, I'm yeah. Chris mind. Can I just get because we're we're going to go on to predict how we think the results are going to go. Can I can I just run through quickly? Just give me a quick sure. fire our how you see our results going because it's going to be interesting to match you against us because we're deluded and you're clearly no more than okay. We do, so. All right. Um, um, Aston Villa, Tottenham, two two. Oh, two two. Okay. Tottenham, Brighton, three one to you. Brentford, Tottenham. Ooh. Yeah. 2-1 Brentford. Um, Ericsson to score? You don't have to commit to that. Oh, <laughs> wow. How yeah. poetic would that no. be? No. No. Keep, me on, keep, keep me on here a little bit longer and you'll see Sky Sports Morning, Sophie. <laughs> Get in, come on. Oh, <laughs> Shouldn't have even said that. Uh, Tot- Tottenham Leicester. I think you'll beat Leicester 2-0. Yeah. Liverpool Tottenham. Are they playing in the Champions? What what date is that yeah. game? Yeah. Just, yeah, they have the semi-final a few days before. Semi-final. But they they also have VAR, remember, because it's at their ground. Yeah, and also you don't really fare well against against them, do you? No, um, no. I'm going to say th- I'll say three-one Liverpool. Yeah. Okay. Or oh, a next one, North London derby. Two-two. Yeah. Sit on the fence. I like it. Tottenham Burnley. Four nil Tottenham. Oh, take that! It was before, wasn't it? Or was it five nil before? Five, I think. And Norwich Norwich, Tottenham. Oh wow, that'll be the. What was it? What was that? The last game of the season, you lost five one to Newcastle. Do you remember yeah, that? And everyone yeah. was expecting you to batter Newcastle. And yeah, I remember it. Thanks for reminding us. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he'll revert. Let's reverse it. Five one to Tottenham against Norwich. Mm. Yeah. So that's fourteen points. So so Spurs would finish on sixty eight points. And how? Mm. And and uh, well, I haven't given you our results, but yeah, we'll finish on sixty nine. That's a nice. <laughs> that's a nice round number. Easy. It's a, it's a good, good position to be in. Yeah, job done. <laughs> Sophie, Sophie, thanks so much for joining us, and uh, I, I hope that you would come back uh, just before the North London derby to give us your thoughts. Yeah, would love it, and um, be great to have one of you guys on uh, our show too. So I'll reach out to you, Chris. Thanks for having me, and uh, enjoy the rest of the show. Thanks to everyone in chat as well. Thank you. Thank, thanks, thanks, Sophie. Sophie. Cheers. Love Take you. care. Cheers. All right. Bye bye. Bye. Come on, you Spurs. <laughs> well, there you go. 68 points and 69 points. Well, I hope that yeah, that's right. I mean, she was very nice, but, you know, the true Arsenal fan came out in the end, though, didn't it? <laughs> right. Exactly what Craig done there with Sophie. I think that all, th- all four of us should do that now. Um, oh. Let's go through um, Tottenham's games. Of course, we've wow. got eight games left in the Premier League. Um, okay. Aston Villa. This Saturday, 5.30pm kickoff. 
Um, let's do the prediction. I'm going to go for a 3 2 Spurs win um, for this one, Aston Villa. Um, Craig, yeah. what are you going for? I do we need to give out the score? Do we need to give out the score? Because it doesn't really matter. You, you can give us a score or you can give us three points, one point, or no point. It's up to you, Melvin. Just Don't for a bit stress. of fun, I thought I'd do the scores. Yeah, I've, I've even worked this out to goal difference as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Aston Villa nil, Tottenham two, I've gone for. So you're going for three points? Three points, yeah. Gary? Yeah, I've gone for Aston Villa one, Spurs three. Okay. Uh, Melvin? One nil Spurs. Right, so we're all saying we're going to beat Aston Villa. Um, yeah. So... Same weekend, Arsenal uh, play Brighton at home at the Emirates. I think that Arsenal will win that one 2-1. I've said the same, 2-1 Arsenal. I've said 1-0 Arsenal. Yeah. And Melvin? 1-1. 1-1, one point, okay. Mm, Um, We then play Brighton at home. Um, I've gone for a 2-0 Spurs win. Craig? Ditto. Yeah. I've gone, I've gone 3-0 Tottenham on that one. <laughs> Melvin? 1-0. There you go. So we've got six points out of six. <laughs> <laughs> no, right, imagine Arsenal's... it was this easy. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Arsenal's next game, Southampton away. Um, I've gone for a 1-1. Craig? 1-1. <laughs> 1-1. Same. Have you, gone... have you copied my answers? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I sent you mine earlier. <laughs> I've gone for Southampton to win that 1 0. Okay, no points. Yeah, um, no points on that. Very good team. Very difficult team, Southampton. Melvin? Arsenal have a terrible away record as well. Yeah, especially Southampton. Away, they play six away games and they have a terrible away record. And yeah. three of them are in the top five teams. Yeah. So mm. Southampton's a very I'm... tough place to go, man. Yeah, they beat us. Yeah. But Skywalker Peters is going to score. I'm convinced. Yeah, he's on fire for them, isn't he? I'm he's convinced he's going to score or do something. Yeah. You know, Melvin, what are you going for? Skywalker... I don't know. I, I don't know. I say draw as well. Draw? So, um, the game after that, as you've mentioned, Christian Eriksen uh, back at Brentford. Brentford away. That's going to be uh, a difficult game, I think. But I yeah. still think we're going to win it 2-1. Craig? Come to me first next time because I'll put two one Tottenham as well. So well, yeah. I'm, I'm, go- I'm yeah. going completely different to everyone on this. Like all the um, results so far, because I've gone for a two-two draw on that game. Two-two draw, okay. Yeah, I just think you know after what they we got to get it in what they did to Chelsea. Um, you know, I think they'll be up for the next few games, and um, they dismantled Chelsea. They absolutely battered them. So I think they'll um, they're at home. They'll they'll get a draw off us. I think. Melvin, what are you going for? I don't know. I wrote, I wrote down that we would win against Brentford. Yeah. But yeah. I think we, okay. have to, we can slip up somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. So that's uh, three, out, three out of three for me, Melvin and Craig so far. Um, <laughs> yeah. Chelsea away. Arsenal play Chelsea away. What yeah. do you think? I, I think that they're going to lose that one 2-1. Yeah, that's what, exactly what I've got. I've, I've got Chelsea to... <laughs> I have, mate, honestly. That's two, exactly two nil. Got. Arsenal are not going to score. Arsenal are I, not going to well, score. I'm, I'm, I'm with Melbourne. Score? That. Not, not, not um, the, the score line, but I've gone for Chelsea to win that 3 0. Okay. Yeah. 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 I can't so see Arsenal point. scoring many no, goals. No, I can't. No, not against Chelsea. No, no. I know they've got a good record against them in general, 
But not this time around. You know, they beat them last season. Yeah. They beat them last season. Chelsea got a lot of proof after that result with Brentford as well. So they'll be going for it the rest of the season. We then play Leicester at home. Hang on, Chris. Chris, go back to uh, Arsenal Man U because just to bring it all in line, I think they okay. play Arsenal Man U after our Brentford game. So, okay. Um, Oh, sorry, I'm um, telling you what to do on your own channel. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Arsenal are actually going to win that one two one. Yeah, that's what I put. I put the same. I've I got one one nil Arsenal. Yeah, okay. I think they'll be a bit too strong for Man U, unfortunately. But I hope I'm wrong on that one. Mm. Melvin, no, I think Arsenal lose that one. Lose it. Hope so. Lose okay. or draw, I, I can't see them winning. I can't. I don't know. A draw, a draw might be the best result for us, though. At, at that time, you don't know, do you? Yeah, that's that's true because two points dropped for yeah. both of them. So, so I a think draw it is will probably be. What, a draw is probably what we want. So let's hope it is. It right, depends so. how how long Thomas Partey is going to be out because if if that's why I keep saying they're going to drop points, but if he goes gets in, I don't know how yeah. serious his injury is. I don't know how long that's going to be. So mm. yeah, not sure. Um, Leicester at home for us. I've got. I'm. I'm going for a one-one. I've gone for a three-one win against Leicester. I think we'll comfortably beat them. We're pretty good against Leicester. I've gone a draw on that one as well. One-one. Honestly, we we covered each other's bloody stores. You didn't didn't give out your score predictions earlier on the show, did you, Chris? Uh, (laughs) You know, it's funny actually. I've gone for a one-one, or I've gone for a draw, but. That that fixture is normally a very very high scoring fixture. Yeah, that's why three one Spurs. There's always goals in that. You know, yeah. we've done them four two at their um, ground the other one. There's always goals. Melvin, what are you going for? I think we'll beat Leicester as well. The first four okay. games, I think we'll win. Okay. Um, so it's only Melvin actually. Um, actually, Melvin and Craig. Oh no, you've gone for a draw. So it's only Melvin that's gone for four out of four wins for our next four Premier League games. Yeah, yeah and Tenecosta right now is probably pulling his hair out. Well, <laughs> um, right. We then play Liverpool away. It's normally it, well, it's a very very difficult place for for yeah. Tottenham to, to travel to. We we very very rarely I'll, get anything. I'll, I'll go first from... on that. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna lose that one three two, and they'll get a penalty, a VAR decision as well. Uh, you heard uh, it here first. Yeah. yeah, I think you probably gathered that um, I will never ever say Tottenham will lose. So um, I've gone for a one-one draw. <laughs> we're jinxed. Oh. We're jinxed at Anfield, unfortunately. You know, yeah. everyone's against us. Not just not just the team. It's VAR. It's everything. The officials. It's just not going to happen. It's yeah, I've happen. gone. I've gone for a Liverpool three-one win. You've gone for a defeat, Craig. I have. Uh, Melvin, what are you thinking? Liverpool away. I think I wrote it down as as a loss, but okay. knowing that knowing it depends what Conte does because if he if let's say he rests on and puts in Bergwin, knowing that we have yeah. the London derby in, in mm. five days, there's still five days between the Liverpool game to the Arsenal game, so there's enough rest time. But obviously, you want these players to be fresh. Yeah, I think the 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 fixture that that scares me the most out of all these, funnily enough. Is Burnley because we play them three days after the North London derby. So mm. if we really need the points, and 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 you know what happened to West Ham when they played us after their Europa League, you know tie, and they played 120 minutes. Obviously, we're not going to yeah. play 120 minutes, but we're going to be playing Arsenal at 
you know, <clears throat> hundred miles per hour. Yeah, high then, pace. Yeah. High pace, and then three days later we have to play Bandy. So that's I listen. I just hope Romero don't get sent off because that's the game I'm going to be really worried about him. I tell you. The, the yeah, only thing, the only small, small mercy, Melvin, is Arsenal go to Newcastle a day later, so that's a long old trip as well. So yeah, um, that's true. You know. Well, let's mm. go into May for Arsenal. They play West Ham away. Um, I've gone for a uh, a one nil West Ham win because. West Ham normally do pretty well at home against Arsenal. I've gone one-one. One-one. Yeah, Gary? I've gone. I've gone the same one-one on that. But I, I am secretly hoping West Ham might turn them over. So I think you could be right on that, Chris. So I was kind Melvin. of that was a difficult one for me to decide on, but I went for a draw in the end. So I said Liverpool loss, um, Arsenal for West Ham lose. Well, Arsenal lose that. Yeah. But, you know I what, Craig, Craig, to be Mel- honest, Mel- a, a draw Melvin's that might be what we need. two points out of five matches. Yeah. <laughs> That's Melvin, uh, man. Good old Melvin. He don't mess about. I'd love it if these results come true. Oh, it'd be brilliant. <laughs> That's Melvin on the show on the 9th of April, 16th of April, 23rd <laughs> oh, of April. Yeah. <laughs> if he gets these results right, I'll tell you, all this jinx thing is out the window. It can't be said anymore about Melv. Can you send me well, a full transfer, transfer, Chris? We'll, <laughs> we need to transfer Melvin to the Highbridge squad and let him go on their podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what we need to do. Um, oh, that'd be a nightmare for me. Let's go for another um, Arsenal game. Leeds United at home. I've gone for a 3 1 win for Arsenal. What have you gone for, Craig? I've gone uh, as good as I like. I love to watch Leeds play, but I think Arsenal will um, turn them over 2-0. But I know Leeds love to beat Arsenal. They hate them. The Leeds fans detest Arsenal. So it pains me to say, I just think Arsenal have too much for them. Gary, what are you going for? Yeah, high-scoring game. I've gone for a 3-1 Arsenal in that. Um, I think they'll just have a bit too much of them. Leeds' defence is is terrible, let's be honest. But they always get a goal, don't they, most of the time? So, but 3-1 Arsenal, unfortunately. Melvin, what are you going for? I'll give it to Arsenal. I think they'll win that one. Right, and then... Adrian's uh, very confident there. Well done, Adrian. Yeah. If they come in, if they come in, Adrian, I'll tell you what, mate. I think I'll buy you a drink. Look at that. Whew. Right, so then it is the North London derby. Yeah. I think Spurs will win that one 2 1. I've gone for 2 0. I don't yeah. even want Arsenal to get a goal. I don't want it to be any nerves in that game. I just want us to win that game 2 0. That's it. 2 <laughs> 1 uh, for me as well. Melvin, what are you going for? 3 nil Spurs. Oh, God, I'd love it. Harry Kane hat-trick, Melv. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? I think if we're if we're above them and they have to come to our place and try to win, I think that'd be the ideal case. Because if they try to mm. play football with us, we just... I, I think we can, we can really hurt them. Yeah. I hope so. I really do. So, the last two games of the season, Burnley at home. I've gone for a 4-0. I've gone 2-0 Tottenham. Yeah, I've done the same. I've gone 2-0 Tottenham. I know we tend to be very, very good against Burnley at home, but there's a lot of games leading up to that. And I think we'll be the better team, but we won't have anywhere near as many chances as we have in like previous games. So, I think it will be a 2-0. Melvin, what are you going for? Why are you laughing, Chris? (laughs) 
Nil, nil. Oh, nil, nil. Melvin, you've yeah. only predicted one defeat so far for Spurs. <laughs> yeah. We have yep. four home games and four away games. If we nil, nil, four... Tottenham Burnley at home. Yeah. Really? If we, guess, we have yeah. four home games. If we win all four home games, all we have to do is lose one away and draw one away and win the other two. Easy when you say it like that. <laughs> I, I, love, yeah. I love it when people say, all we've got to do. All, all we've got, got to do. do, yeah. All, all, we've got to do. all we've got to do is win our remaining eight games. And yeah, that's all. that's all we've got to do, yeah. That's it. We're there. Um, We're there. Arsenal playing Newcastle away. I've gone for a 1-1 draw with uh, Kieran Trippier to score a fantastic free kick. Yeah, nice. I've gone 2-2. Oh, uh, yeah. I've gone 2-0 uh, Arsenal on that one. Oh, yeah. Away at Newcastle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you going for a Arsenal win? 2-0. I just think Newcastle will be safe by then and they'll, they'll be on the beach. Yeah, OK. What are you going for, Melbourne? I don't think them fans them No. And then, final day of the season, Norwich City away for Tottenham. I've gone for a 3-0 win. I've gone uh, Tottenham 2-1. 2 win to Tottenham. You don't even need to ask me, Chris. You might as well just duplicate what you've put down because I've exactly <laughs> the same. Have you got nearly every score the same? We have. We, I keep, think, yeah. we keep conceding, according to you guys. No clean sheets. No, three, three nil. Three nil. Yeah, three nil. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, three I've nil done top. a few clean sheets. Not many, though. There was one at yeah, Burnley. You know, one at Brighton. You know what we did on the three? One at you Arsenal. Know we you know who we, didn't, who we didn't mention today at all? Romero. I did. We were I about- mentioned him. <laughs> we will talk about him in a minute, Melvin. That, yeah. that, is, on the, that is on the list of uh, things to talk about. Um, Melvin, what are you going for for Norwich away? Um, for Spurs? Yeah. Yes, Spurs, yeah. We play Norwich away? Yeah, last game. Final day of the okay. season. Okay. Um, I don't know. One nil Spurs. <laughs> One nil? <laughs> yeah. They'll, they'll be relegated and we'll be going in that full spot or we'll be there already. Yeah, okay. 90, 90 second minute goal. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, well, no, don't put it through. <laughs> um, and then Arsenal play Everton at home on the final day of the season. I've gone for a 3 0 uh, Arsenal win. I've gone 2 0 Arsenal win. Yeah, I've gone 2 0 Arsenal. Melvin? 2 0 Arsenal. Right, while I add those up, um, Melvin, you wanted to talk about Christian Romero. What have you made of Christian Romero this season? It's it's our Van Dyke in a way. It's crazy. It's because he revolutionised the defence. He's so good, and it's like I. It's fine because I see pictures of him on Twitter, and I go like this to my girlfriend. I'd be like, "Look how good looking this guy is." <laughs> it's like, look at his ears. <laughs> like, you can slow him down. <laughs> it's, funny. it's it's funny when you see players like that, and it's like you know how you start to fall in love with these players. They're so yeah. he's a nasty and dirty player, but he plays for us, so you like him. Yeah, mm-hmm. like if he played for Chelsea or Arsenal, I'd be like, I hate that guy. Like like Costa. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But because my friend was watching the Man U game with with me, and he doesn't support Spurs, he's neutral, and. Uh, he was telling me he's like he's a dirty player that guy, but yeah. he plays for us, so I love him. Yeah, he's, but we we that's so, what we were missing, wasn't it? We were missing yeah. that, you know. Yeah, you know the, yeah. What, what what did Jose say? The the C word. You're not nasty <laughs> enough. Yeah, 
while while Chris is working out the scores, just just a few stats that I've I've looked up that that might give people either crumbs for comfort or or uh, delusions of grandeur. Um, Chris will confirm in a minute, but I've said we'll finish on seventy three points now. But I think actually we'll need seventy two points to secure top four. We've got 54 at the moment with eight games left. The average yeah. required points over the history of the Premier League when it's been 20 teams to get top four, the average is 72. Oh, for 73. Would, so it would mean um, six wins from the remaining <laughs> eight games. We've had 54 points or more eight times at this stage of the season after 30 games. We've made top four on all but one of those occasions. So that's basically, we've had 54 or more points and we've made top four, you know, we've only not made it once. So just little crumbs of comfort and looking at stats, I think it it is a good indicator. It doesn't always mean that's what's going to happen, but it's a good um, thing. Another thing, last season, out of these eight games, we won six of them. Yes. Yeah. So we lost two, one to Liverpool, and I cannot remember the other one. Well, we need we need to go on a run, and and out of those eight games, I've said six wins and two draws. I know some people may think that is a, a little optimistic, but interestingly, yeah. the stats here, all of the results that we uh, that we just gave, and I know Craig was very similar to mine, but Melbourne and Gary, I've said um, you know all of the results, and I and my total is seventy four points for Spurs. Yeah. All of your three totals are seventy three points, one point behind me. So it's all very what? very similar. Even the results that I gave, I've come the same points as them. 73 points, Gary, you, you think that Spurs will end up with. Melvin, 73. Craig, 73. Me, yeah. 74. Now, so I thought I gave they... more draws and defeats than anyone else. No, if uh, no. I'm saying at the end of the season, Arsenal will have 68 points. So we'd be six points ahead of them. Um, right. Gary, you're also saying 68 points. Am I? <laughs> oh, blimey. Okay. Um, Craig has given the most to Arsenal with 70 points. Really? And Melbourne has given the least with 65. That probably sounds about right. Yeah. Wow. How close so, is that? Um, and interestingly, and, and thanks for those stats, Craig, um, talking about um, the teams finishing in the top or, or finishing fourth um, uh, the last four seasons. Liverpool in the 17-18 season finished with 75 points. Spurs finished in the 18-19 season with 71 Chelsea finished in the 1920 season with 66 and last season with 67. Does that make you... uh, 67. 67, yeah. Wow. I think what we do need to happen, and in some of them games that we were talking about with Arsenal stuff, probably the best of a few draws would be handy, wouldn't they? You know, like Mm. the Arsenal-Menu game. I think a draw at that stage would be a good result. Even the West Ham-Arsenal game. Because then it gets, you know, I don't think West Ham are in the running really, but you don't know the next few games. But if they was draws in both them games, it's, it's probably the ideal results for Tottenham, you know, thinking about it. Mm. But but interestingly, um, uh, Gary and I have given Arsenal 68 points. Yeah. Uh, but when Sophie was on earlier, she gave Spurs 68 points. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it is it's what it is, isn't it? That is interesting. Goal difference. Goal difference. Goal difference. I wanted, goal I wanted yeah, to, yeah. I wanted to say that to her before she left. Remember these two words: goal difference. And I think yes. before we started, that's what I said to you guys. What are we? Plus five on Arsenal? Are we? What are we? We're plus fifteen. They're plus ten. Uh, plus, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think 
I think there's a chance we could, you know, get top four just because of goal difference. Yeah, it could come down to that, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, see it there. Wow, look. Um, so tight, last, que- wow. last question for you all. Um, Gary, let's start with you. Who's been your player of the season for Spurs so far? Oh, God, that's a tough one. Um, I don't want to go for the obvious choice because, you know, I'm, hang on, I've got him on here. I don't know if you can see him. He's been, um, <laughs> he's been absolutely amazing. And um, I really do think this has probably been the best Harry Kane ever. Um, and, and you know what? I just absolutely love his vision for passing. I mean, some of them passes, he's flicking outside of his foot, inside of his foot. Timing the runs perfect to get that ball go. You know, listen, Romero's been amazing. The two guys from Juventus, they've been great. A lot of the boys have stepped up, you know, but for me, it just has to be Harry Kane because he's the whole package. And do you know what? Talking about Harry Kane, like the, the interview with Conte, for someone who's so good and knows he's so good, he never sort of, you know, he's not like a Pogba. You know, he gives everything... In every game, he turns up for training. He's there, he's early. I know start of the season, it was a bit iffy. He wasn't going to turn up for training. But since he's got himself settled now, he has been by far the best example of a player for Tottenham Hotspur. So for me, 100% Harry Kane. He is, at the moment, the best striker in the world. He really is. Yeah. Gary, who's been your most improved player as well? Um, I would probably say... I like Romero and I didn't like Romero at the start at the start because he used to really frustrate me how much he got booked. And I was always on a knife's edge with Romero. I think he's going to get sent off and, and stuff like that. But his, his passing, his defending and what Melvin touched on, his aggressiveness for the game. And, and that's what we didn't have. Um, Chris, you mentioned it when we lost to Chelsea, you know, at home. It, it was nil-nil half-time. We lost 3-0. And none of them players, you know, when you think about the Battle of the Bridge and then North London derbies where we were going for it, we didn't have a player like that, but we've got that player with Romero now. And yes. it's not that he's just got the aggression and the passion for the badge in the club. He's got the skills as well. I mean, yeah. that Newcastle game, do you remember that like last-ditch block he done? That would have been a goal. I mean, how he got his body across and over in time to block that. And, and his yeah, tackle is... His tackling is absolutely amazing, but I am always on eggshells, Romero, because he's one of them guys, if he gets that tackle a split second wrong, he could be sent off, but most of the time he gets it spot on, so his tackling is amazing then. See what I mean? So for me, Romero, I think. Romero, yeah. Melvin, your player of the season so far? Kane. Yeah. If you look at at the, the reason we're within a shout for top four, the, the Man City game at the yeah. Etihad where, where we won. You know, Kane played amazing that game. Yeah. And we, we got the victory in the last second of the game. Um, against Leicester, Bergwin scored two goals, but Kane was feeding those those yeah. through balls. Without Kane, that never would have happened. Yep. Um, I think many games... Uh, before you said, uh, Gary, we got to the Champions League final without Kane. Yeah, I agree with you there. But yeah, I think this season, a lot of the victories wouldn't have happened. Hundred percent agree with you. We, he he we has replaced, been the backbone of that team. Yeah, we replaced Eriksen with Kane pretty much, and yeah. um, he, he's feeding those he's feeding those balls to amazing, to amazing and, his passing, yeah. isn't it? 
Yeah, it, he has to win it this season. I know every year we say he's the best player, and then end up giving it to Son and Sissoko and and and, and whoever. It's funny because sometimes Spurs fans, we know he's the best player at the club, but we still end up giving it, it to like the most improved or the most. Yeah. I think Kane has to get it this season. He has to get it. He stepped up. Even though in the beginning of the season, he, he wanted to leave and he wasn't playing yeah. at his best. But I think this is the best Kane we've ever seen. Yeah. And, and even though he's not getting the goals like Salah is getting. He's getting the contributions and he's he's affecting yeah. the game. And I'd like to see him, you know, play against Arsenal, score two goals, go to to Enfield and score one or two goals. I want to see him grab these games, these big, big games. The, yeah. And and completely and, and win them. Because I, I, I remember he used to play well against Arsenal and he was consistent for the length of the season. But sometimes in big, big games, he went quiet, especially yeah. in finals. And yeah. I think under Conte, he might be able to be a big, big game player like Son is mm. and Lucas used to be. So, And, and do you know what, Mel? You, you're right when you say that because the other thing we also want to see is we want to see Harry Kane playing Champions League football because yeah. a, a player of that calibre who's that good he needs to be playing against Champion League team. He, he has to be. Mm. You know, can I, he, can honestly, I just say this he really thing. does. Can I say this last thing? Um, I'm not privileged to live to, to live in England. I, I would I would love it if I lived in England. And um, I guess this is to the to the fans. But they have to remember when they go into the stadium that we're fighting for top four and what yeah. it means to us. It would mean that Harry Kane would probably stay with us till the end of his career. Yeah. We'd probably beat top four and go above Arsenal again for the seventh time in, yeah. in, 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 recent, in recent years. They need, the fans need to remember this going into the stadium, and they need yeah. to create this atmosphere like it was at the last season of White Hart Lane. It needs mm. to be rocking these last four home games, because it can make a difference. And if it's like that from the beginning, I cannot see us losing the last four games. And it's, if, if, I was, if I was a season ticket holder, I think... I'd lose my mind. I'd, I'd lose my voice. I don't think I'd be able to behave myself in the stadium. No. I, I went to one game where Chris took me into the quiet section and I was going to lose my mind because I couldn't <laughs> contain myself where Chris sits. Funny, you don't take me in the quiet section, Chris. Why is that? <laughs> <laughs> Melvin needed the quiet section because he'd had far too much to drink. Oh, yeah. OK, yeah. I don't drink, is he? Mine's just sweets. But Melv, you know, you you probably would have loved to have come to um, England, but not now with the fuel price increase, mate, and the uh, mm. the gas and the electric. You don't want to be in England now, mate. It's too expensive. Yeah, <laughs> we're lucky. I think we're lucky to have these last four home games into that stadium, and yeah. um, I think I think the fans will generate that atmosphere. This fixture against Arsenal reminds me a lot of the last fixture at White Hart Lane, and I yeah. think it's going to be the similar type. Of, of energy and atmosphere, and, then, and we got we them got coming into the stadium because we have to beat them. Yeah, because the they, they, they the, listen. The, let's be honest; they they battered us at theirs. They embarrassed yeah. us. So yeah. you know, and and the players the wouldn't team. have forgotten that. It's no, not the, but same the, team, the, the players wouldn't have forgotten that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a club, so you know they mm. they have to put that right. You know, for the fans yeah. as well, they have to put it right. A question here from Tommy. Um, when does the yellow card restart? Saturday, there's a Brazilian who plays for Aston Villa and we all know Romero likes to kick Brazilians. 
That's uh, so why that I said about Romero. Be crucial. Um, on the Premier League website, it says that players who get ten yellow cards in the Premier League in, in Premier League matches, up to and including their team's thirty-second fixture, will serve a two-match suspension in oh the competition. God. So where are we with Villa? Romero, then? Villa's the last game. Yeah. If, if uh, he can avoid Villa, then he won't get the suspension. So if he doesn't, if, yeah, if, he, gets like... booked, if he gets booked at Villa, is he going to get suspension? Yeah. Wait. Whatever. No, he's on eight, I think. I think he's, he's on eight. eight. He's on eight. I think he's he on eight. Get two okay. more. Yeah. Oh, oh no, no, he can't get two. He can get one more, I believe. I might be wrong. I think he can get one more. That's what worries me about Romero. It's just the amount of bookings he gets. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Don't, Thanks don't for um, Craig, you're, you're a player of the season and your most improved player of the season. Yeah, it's hard to look past Harry Kane, to be honest. I can't add any more than what we already talked about Harry Kane. He, he's, he has turned up in the big games so far this season, um, no more so than uh, Manchester City. Yeah, um, amazing. You know, brilliant performance. And, he, and even, you know, the weekend, he was, he was just phenomenal. Um, I would like to give it to somebody else, but I can't look past no. Harry Kane. As for the most improved, I, I would go as far as I say, I'm not sitting on the fence here, but I think Antonio Conte's improved a lot of players and I think there'd be a lot in my mind up for that. Well, Ben Davis doesn't get much um, yeah. uh, positivity, not positivity, but he doesn't, you know, he, he kind of flies under the radar. He's like seven out of ten every week. And he, he, in my mind, we should keep hold of Ben Davis, still look for a left-handed centre-back, but he, he's proved he can be a good squad player in that position. If Conte wants two people for every position, Ben Davis has got to be in there because he's played he's played brilliantly, in my in my opinion. I think Sessignon's in with a shout for that. I think he's improved. Even Doherty over the next last few games, um, not over the course of the season, but certainly over the last six six games, I think he's, he's really good. Yeah, Skip. Dyer, um, Eric Dyer. Eric Dyer. Eric Dyer, I was coming on to Dyer. He, he's, I think he's been a rock at the back. Um, a lot of players are in with a shout for that. Um, you could even say Bergwijn, the way he comes on, he hasn't had many minutes, but he's obviously got his confidence back there. So, yeah. you know, uh, there's so many that Conte's improved um, throughout the season. If you think where we were and how depressed we were when Nuno, as first, that first month after he won the first three games. Horrible, wasn't it? And Alex came on here and said he still thinks we'll finish 10th. And we were all saying, oh, no, we're God. top of the league. What are you banging well, on about? about that. You know, and, and, yeah. and it, to a degree, he would have been, he, I think he would have been right had we not acted when we did because it was mm. going down downhill very, very quickly. And I think um, next eight games are very important. We all know that. I think Conte will stay if we get top four. I think Conte will stay if we get top four or not, if I'm honest. I'm yeah, I do, yeah. I, I, I think it's how he's backed in the summer yeah. and how I think Kane will stay if we don't get top four, depending on how we're backed in the summer. Because yeah. he's always said if he feels the club's going forward, he's happy to stay. I think that's still true. I think Haaland will go Man City. I don't think going to Manchester United is an upward move at all. I think that would be a wrong move for Harry Kane. He's not going to go Liverpool when they got Salah, Mane, um, Diaz, Origi, yeah. Jota, you know, I don't think he fits in there um, easily, shall we say. So, where else is he going to go? He said he's not going abroad, he's not going to Arsenal, he wouldn't go to Chelsea. So, you know, let's get top four. Yeah. Come on, you Spurs. 
One uh, one Premier League result from this evening: Burnley three, Everton two. Jesus. Everton are just above the relegation zone, and uh, I think they're in big trouble at the moment. Yeah, um, massively. Did Deli Alley yeah. get on? No. <laughs> it's unbelievable, isn't it? If they could sell him on, what happens to our fee then? If they sell him on, yeah, good question. Sad. That's Levy's problem. <laughs> yeah, it is, but it's so sad. You know, I've it's not sad with Deli. You know, yeah. Deli Ali didn't get sad. any minutes tonight, Craig, no. Yeah. Jesus. I guess you can't say anything yeah. else about him now, can you? Do you know what I mean? It's just like, what can you say? If Everton yeah. drop, we should go for for a couple of their players. I've said <laughs> yeah. Dominic Calvert-Lewin from the start. Yeah. I think yeah. I think it'd be a, a very, very good shout. For, for I don't a... like his dress sense much, but his football's well, all right. <laughs> I was about to say the same, Gary. Would you? <laughs> Great minds, great minds. <laughs> as long as they score goals for us, that's all that matters, really. Don't matter, it? yeah, it's simple as yeah. that, definitely. Yeah, well, yeah. thank you to all three of you for joining me uh, this evening, and thanks so much to Sophie from uh, the Highbury squad as well. Uh, a pleasure her being on, uh, giving her thoughts on Spurs and Arsenal. Uh, uh, yeah. Melvin, Melvin, thanks so much for joining us this evening. Nice to have you back. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Um, hopefully, we continue the winning, the winning streak, the winning run, and we get top four. And next season, I'll see you for the Champions League away games. <laughs> yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. No more Europa Conference League, please. Oh um, God, yeah. please God! <laughs> Not with Gary, anyway. No. Craig. <laughs> Craig, thanks for joining us. Lovely to see you smiling again. Yeah, yeah, it's been great tonight. I really enjoyed it. I hope everyone's enjoyed it too. Um, yeah. It's been fun doing our predictions. And uh, let's hope, I, th- I think we all had us finishing in full spot, basically. Well, so I was not yeah, a surprise, was, but you know. I was going uh, to ask that because I said we ain't finishing in the top four, but with my score predictions, do we finish in the top four then? Yeah, you've, you've done it, Gary. You've, you've answered uh, it. That's I was it. never any good at maths, so there you go. <laughs> well, Gary, lovely to have you back as well. Uh, pleasure, honestly. Really enjoyed it tonight. Um, can't thank you enough, mate. Always love being on your show and um, it's nice to talk to. And and listen, look, you know, I'll take it back about Sophie. She was actually quite nice on the show tonight. So um, <laughs> it was even it was even nice to have an Arsenal fan on, you know. I think we should get, you know, other fans on more often. I think it was quite it's quite good, wasn't it? It was quite nice. It was good. It was really was actually. Yeah, it so really, really was. Changes it up a little bit. So I actually quite enjoyed it because it's nice to have a different football fan, but on your show, Chris. You see what I mean? You can really get their ideas, thoughts and opinions. I mean, most of them yep. are as delusional as what we are, but it's um, it's great to hear, though. So, yeah, no, I loved it, Chris. Thank you very much. Well, thanks so much uh, to all three of you. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you this evening. Uh, thanks so much uh, to everybody watching and uh, and listening to this as a podcast. If you don't subscribe to uh, the YouTube channel, please do hit that subscribe button. Uh, share and like as well and comment below and if you are listening to this on an audio platform do hit that follow button and uh, and share if you can as well um i'll see you for another spurs chat when i've got another three very special guests after uh the game aston villa on saturday where hopefully we pick up another three points and stay in that top four thanks for watching and thanks for listening until the next time come on you spurs come on you spurs come on you spurs Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 